0: Hey, you're listening to the It's Funny That Makes It Okay podcast. We talk about and or make fun of music, pop culture, current events, relationships, whatever happens to pop into our heads. So from the It's Funny Studios, deep in the heart of God's country. Here's the show, and we're back, back again into yeah. July now. Yeah, first full week of July. Hopefully, everybody had a safe and happy, fun Fourth of July as much as you can. Uh, yeah. Most of it, everything's yeah. canceled, but uh, you know, hopefully, you didn't blow too many fingers off. Or I shot my
1: fireworks off in the house. Well, that
0: was nice. Got <laughs> a social distance. Out, yeah, right? I'm
1: trying to social distance. Didn't hurt anybody. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh,
0: Mike could not make it this week so it's just it's just Greg and I so yep. we are going to going to run through this with just the two of us so we won't have a uh young infusion a young voice to kind of uh
1: representing the young there you representing go. the young See there yeah.
0: I I'm I'm even struggling with just that so yeah,
1: yeah. you just get the crotchety old guys this yep. week
0: no 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 kid talk this week Yeah
1: So what do you think about the uh the intro song there
0: yeah, it was very nice. A big shout-out to Nick Daniel. Thank you for putting that together. It yeah, was, uh, yeah. Really like it. Hopefully everyone else enjoyed it as well.
1: Yeah, so it's fun. Right.
0: That, that may be the biggest hit of the podcast. They'll listen to the first <laughs> 17 seconds and shut it off. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> but, but yeah, it's fun. Uh, so, yeah, we're suffering through a little hot weather right now. We're yeah, going through a heat like wave. Night, uh,
0: night, next, what, about five, seven days or something Pretty, pretty consistent, yep, I think. No
1: rain, abundance of heat. Abundance of heat. So, so yeah, that's what we got going for us. And, uh, yeah. So, all right. Well, do you want to move on? You, sure. Well, I don't really have anything going on. Um, I'm going to start with my gripe of the week, Greg's gripe. And this is a continuation of a gripe from two weeks ago. Not last week. But if you'll recall, two weeks ago, I told you I did not have my stimulus check
0: yet. No, you do not – or did not have it. Right. I still don't. Oh, no.
1: So I finally made the decision to call the IRS, and I did it today. So I call, and it rings, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm expecting – it said expect long wait time. So I'm expecting the long wait time. Excuse me. Well, this person comes on, and I'm like, wow, I got a person. Like after like five rings. And I'm like, cool, we got a person. And she comes on and she starts talking and she goes, my name is, I don't know, Julie, and I will, I will be taking your call. Uh, please do not give me any of your personal information, like your social security. This is the IRS. It's like, (laughs) how are they going to find out where my money is if they don't have my personal information? Well, you
0: can't trust them. So you won't, you don't want to give them that information.
1: Well, I guess at least they know that up front. They, (laughs) we can't trust them. That's right. So, so yeah, she comes on, she's like, yeah, don't give me any personal information or, you know, such as your social security number or your, your address or any of that. And I'm like,
0: yeah, don't give us any of your personal information or anything, Greg Daniel from <laughs> Morton. <No>, I mean, <laughs> mystery person. <laughs> so, so as soon as that started, I'm
1: like, okay, this is going to go nowhere. So she comes on and I'm like, uh, yeah, my wife and I qualify for the stimulus check. Um, and we have not received it yet. Uh, can you help me out? And she goes, "Well, have you gone to get my payment uh, at the IRS website?" And I said, "Yes, I have." And it says, uh, "Not enough information to to process right now or or whatever." They can't. They don't have enough information at the moment. Yeah. So her response is basically, um, "Oh, that's just their generic message. That just means they haven't processed it yet." <laughs> That's my answer. So it's like I'm like, that was really no help whatsoever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> so still no check and no word on when it'll be here other than just sometime. Wonderful. So anyways, I guess I got that to look forward to. Yeah. So your
0: tax dollars hard at work.
1: Probably about the time I have a twelve or twenty four hundred dollars something break <laughs> well, of course. is when it will show up.
0: Well, like but at least then you, you've got the money. It's kind of like me. I still haven't done my taxes. I, I got not either. And like I said, I owe. So I'm, I'm betting it's going to be about the amount that uh, I got my checks for. So they've been in the bank, but I'll just turn around and write a check back to the IRS for that amount of money. So yeah. I be mean, great.
1: I owe, but it's nowhere near the, the, the
0: amount I of hope those, it's not but. near that, but it could be half of it. <sighs> yep. Yeah. So
1: you got any, uh, gripes this week? Not, not, well,
0: I'm, some things that drive me nuts. One thing, it's, it's signage. People, when they put signs up for stuff, they don't think about, or I don't know if it's not that they think about it. it they, it's, they don't make sense to me a lot of times, so. <laughs> it's like, they didn't run it by a panel first. No, no, they did not. <laughs> so first off, I was at a bank today and they've got three drive up lines outside okay of course the lobby is closed you can't go inside right so you go around the, the side there where they have the three lineups or the three drive-throughs, and somebody had printed out a sign and laminated it and stuck it up there you know probably for all this covid stuff right and the sign says for for faster service use all three lanes <laughs> i thought how am i going to use all the do i turn my car sideways or go and kind of whip the Whip the wheel so that my car careens in sideways into the uh, three alleys yeah, like a seventies
1: or- cop show move, you know, where you slide. <laughs> <in>. Yeah, <laughs> I think I shared a few weeks ago about a a woman. That I think tried to do that. I think you did. I think you did. <laughs> she was like eighty, and she had her car wedged in there like sideways.
0: Or I think before this, you said maybe you have to zigzag, go in one and back through one, and you know drive through all three of yeah. them, and then I'll get my money. Or
1: kind of a slalom thing. Yeah, I get to go through. And
0: I don't know. That yeah. drives me nuts. The other thing is, I stopped at a gas station today, and I was in Pan, and they've got the soda fountain machine up front there. You know, and some of the different flavors. We're not working. So they put their sticker up there. Like
1: Usually the ones I want.
0: Well, yeah, this one wasn't, but yeah, they're up there. But the the sticker says, out of service, sorry for any inconvenience. <laughs> Why the any? Not just sorry for the inconvenience. It's like, we're sorry for any inconvenience. Yeah. Do you have traffic today? We're sorry about that. Did your job go in the crapper? We're sorry about it. Hey, we heard that you didn't get your money from the IRS. We are. We're sorry for the yeah. inconvenience.
1: <laughs> we heard you went through McDonald's drive-thru.
0: Yes, we're sorry about that. You know, quit being sorry for any inconvenience. Just fix the soda. That's what I want. I want the soda coming out of your machine.
1: Not going to happen.
0: No, no. So that's, I guess, a gripe. Yeah. But that's all I got. I'm still was,
1: angry about that. There's no caffeine-free soda in the I, fountain anywhere any, ever. Any, anywhere, yeah. I don't know what happened to caffeine-free soda, but it's it's kind of gone bye-bye.
0: I guess they figure you need to be caffeinated. Maybe I you're guess. running a little slow, little slow. <laughs> Get some caffeine going. Anything else? No, no, I think that's it on the gripe on the gripe front. All right. Well, with the last few months, you know, it haven't been a whole lot to do. So I've been watching, like most people, a lot more television and oh yeah, streaming stuff and watching commercials. A lot of commercials. I try to fast forward through those that I can, but it, it got me thinking. Um, just along the line, like when, when I was a kid, there were certain commercials that would come on that it was almost like appointment. To if, if the commercial came on, I would run in or stop what I was doing. And like, I got to see this commercial. So I was like, I don't know that you see that today, but it got me thinking, what were some of those commercials? I don't, I don't know. Did you have commercials like that as a kid or not? I I have a list of them that if they came on television, I would watch sometimes they were better than the show. Right. I don't know if that says anything for the commercial <clears> or if it says something about the quality of entertainment we had in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 60s, I think it was 70s, the
1: limited 80s. amount of stuff we had to watch well, too.
0: Yeah, know. three three channels. Yeah. And uh and you just had to watch whatever that was.
1: Yeah, so you had the commercials.
0: And I think that the commercials I think they did a better job of being entertaining at back then too. I think they were funnier. They were, you know, they would put a lot of times there was comedic value to it or cartoons they animated them or something so, yeah
1: i mean we occasionally get that with like maybe a super bowl commercial or something
0: although the last few right. super bowls have been pretty duds, No, about I thought.
1: 10 years ago
0: they were oh, really good. yes they were
1: you had your terry tate. terry tate that whole I, yeah. I we don't
0: need to digress much <clears throat> we won't but,
1: go yeah but outpost.com
0: but, yeah but terry tate even There there was like a story arc to that whole thing. (laughs) It started out, he gets hurt, they bring in a rookie, he goes on vacation, he's going through rehab, then he gets put in the mailroom because he has to work his way back. (laughs) I mean, they did a fantastic job on that. Oh yeah, and he
1: just takes people
0: out. Oh, he does. (laughs) He does. But anyway, so it got me thinking, what were some... So I came up, I got a list of five commercials. Now some of these are like, might be an individual commercial, um, but most of them, they, they might more of the product and they, they kind of had several commercials that kind of with the same theme. So I right. wouldn't go through them, but uh, you, you want me to start off then? Sure. Uh, okay. You can
1: start. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny when you, you mentioned doing this, I, I thought of commercials that I, you know, and I started looking at, you know, sixties and seventies commercials. Cause that's when I was kind of a kid. <clears throat> and it's funny as I think about it, I don't know if I particularly like if I was walking through the house, I stopped, but they're definitely ones that I remember, and I kind of have like a fond memory of that era. So,
0: yeah, and that's yeah. kind of more what I was going for. I don't mean necessarily that you would—that's kind of tongue in cheek—that you'd stop what you're doing, yeah. and, You know, appointment watching. But they were they were commercials that with they came on. I would I would pay attention to the commercial rather yeah. than you know playing or <clears throat> or goofing or whatever I was doing before.
1: Yeah, I mean it's funny. I, I was thinking that you just mentioned that there was one in the. Uh, Oh, it had been the early, well, the late 80s, I guess, when our son was born. And when he was a little baby, his bedroom was down the hall from the family room where we watch TV. And he would be in his bedroom playing. And this is when he's crawling. He wasn't even walking yet. He's down in his bedroom. And every time this Huggies commercial came on with, and the two little kids were dressed like Adam and Eve in the garden, and they're wearing Huggies. Okay. And that commercial would come on. He would hear it. He'd come crawling into the family room and sit there and watch it till that commercial was over, <laughs> and then crawl back to his room.
0: Yeah, that, and that's a baby. Even you wonder, was it the music? Was there something about it that that drew him in there? Like, I, yeah, I don't know. We used to crack up because like, we, we'd, we'd be sitting there
1: and go, "Oh, there's the Huggies commercial." And here comes Nick crawling <laughs> out of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, the first one. And again, I was a kid, so but the, it was a beer commercial. <laughs> but it was well, that I, goes I, together. <laughs> I, I love my family. My mom and dad didn't drink or anything, so it wasn't like guys. Was, oh, but the beer commercial, Hams Beer Bear. Oh, the Beer Bear. Yeah. I loved it. from the land of sky yeah, blue water. I and They they were they were animated, and the beer bear was always doing something. You know, all the animals out in the forest, and he was always something was happening. He was playing
1: softball. Was there usually snow involved in those? No, there not? was some
0: summer ones. There was some snow ones. Yeah. there was one where he was doing like the Olympics. There was a weightlifting one. There's one where he's with an Indian, yeah, um, Native American or whatever. But yeah, and there's one where he's playing softball and he gets into a, a fight with like a beaver. The beaver's trying to take a tree away. And I mean, <laughs> it was, they were just quick little commercials, but I loved the ham's beer commercial. Yeah, I remember the ham's beer. Yeah. Beer. And yeah. I think it had, cause it had that beat dum, 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 from <laughs> the land of sky, blue water. So I, it was the music and the cartoon. And again, I think anything with a cartoon, I try to watch. You were talking about, you know, we were limited. I, I think a lot is, missed on this generation only in the fact that they can watch whatever they want whenever they want i i've got disney plus and boomerang app on my phone right now where i could bring up i could watch any looney tunes i wanted i could watch any flintstones i wanted anytime that i want yeah where back when we were younger i mean if you missed the cartoon that's it you're done. Yeah, I, I might never ever see it again Until
1: maybe someday later in life when it went maybe
0: indication but but, yeah. but if you missed it you're out of luck. Yep. And you know, we're now it's just, everything's on demand. That's, oh, yeah. They don't, they don't understand that. So. Yep. That's another reason why I was always paying attention to the commercial. Like, what's, what's happening? Or yeah. are they advertising some new, well, cartoons coming on or some show that's going to be cool or whatever? So. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my number. That was probably, I don't know. These aren't really like one through like my right. top one. I've kind of got, I just got mine them listed in an here. Order.
1: Yeah. i just kind of got them listed. Well, my first one. <clears throat> Has got a
0: western theme to it. Okay, and it's a candy bar. Oh, when he said western theme, I was thinking maybe I, I even forgot about this one. I was thinking maybe a dog food. What was that? Was that Chuck wagon? Oh, the little Chuck, Chuck wagon, wagon yeah, would go the dog through the chasing dog's basement, <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah! <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, The little wagons going through the kitchen.
1: Well, this one had a guy like that kind of this this old prospector looking guys looking out the window of the tavern and he goes he's coming and the this guy comes busting through i'm quick carl i do everything fast (laughs) (laughs) well it's the marathon bar so then marathon john comes in and he goes you can't eat a marathon bar fast and so i think he says something to the effect of oh i thought i jotted down kind of what he said yeah it lasts a good long time good
0: long time
1: nobody eats a marathon bar quick car marathon bar (laughs) yeah so the marathon bar um kind of a western setting i actually like the marathon candy bar it kind of looked like a strip of
0: dna (laughs) oh was it was it caramel dipped in chocolate yeah yeah and it was yeah kind of two two pieces that intertwine like yeah Yeah. i remember those yeah kind of like dna (laughs) i like those too i didn't know that's what that was called yep
1: the marathon bar okay it was from 19 the first commercial well then they had uh let's see there was quick Carl they had like three or four different characters they had one that was in like Alaska or something and he was Klondike Carl or something like that but uh but yeah the one in 1973 with the western ones the one I liked
0: huh, good one well you're talking about talking fast when I was going through these and I kind of went down a rabbit hole last night I was watching a bunch of old commercials uh I was Chromecast and YouTube and just going through commercials well, and my wife kind of got interested as well, and she started bringing up some. She brought up, I don't know, this isn't on my list, so I'm digressing just a, a minute here. But you just said the, the talking quick. You remember the FedEx guy who would talk? He's like, oh yeah. That's FedEx. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he sounded like an auctioneer. Oh, we played a couple of those, and it was insane how fast <laughs> he was talking. And he's like, all right, Don Dan, we got this meeting to go. He's just hitting the phone, going through this, and it was it was pretty good. But I did I not kind of think list. that
1: guy had a. Uh, Guinness Book a World Record for fast speaking. You know what? Now that you say
0: that, I kind of think the same thing. I kind of remember that. Yeah, I don't recall his name, but hmm. I, I do believe he did. All right. Well, my second one was a cartoon, but it also had a jingle to it. So I think that's probably why I liked it as a kid. Uh, but it was, The world looks mighty good to me. Because Tootsie Rolls uh-huh. are all I see. Whatever it is I think I see becomes... A tootsie roll to me, and it has different things, you know, and everything's turned into a tootsie roll. The train turns into a tootsie roll, and was it just the chocolate tootsie rolls, or
1: was it the color ones too? The like, I think the this train? was just
0: a chocolate tootsie okay. roll, which I do not care for. The chocolate mm-hmm. tootsie rolls. I like the commercial again. It was a cartoon. They're singing. I would have stopped. Like, oh, there's a cartoon. To the tootsie rolls.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I. For some reason I'm not. That one's not clicking for me.
0: Oh well, that, that was on. That was on my list. So that was. That was the next one I could think of.
1: All right. Well, my number two is uh, another candy. I must. I was on a candy run. I'm hungry tonight. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but the commercial starts with uh, two guys at a poker table, and the first guy goes, These cards are marked. And the other guy goes, they're a mess,
0: a chocolatey that. mess. I remember that. I love that. They a mess. <laughs> M&M's. M&M's. That's yep, right. The
1: chocolatey candy that doesn't mess up your hands. That's right. So that was my number two dose.
0: All right. My next one, the third one I could think of, this was actually for – there were several of these. And the character – I'm trying to think of another – Commercial, where the character actually took on his own life and and moved on, and that character from the commercial got movies and was in all kinds of stuff. He's huge <laughs> in the seventies and eighties. I can't think who that'd be. Well, one was it, it was for the convenience stores. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about uh, <laughs> Ernest P. Worrell. Hey Vern, <clears throat> know what I mean? Know what I mean, yep. Vern? Yep. And we started watching some of those. They they're as they're out there he comes out and it's cold and he's got his cup hey Vern, sure is cold I'm glad i got my coffee in my convenient cup Ah, move 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 <laughs> he's doing all he's so obnoxious it was so good though then he comes out <clears throat> in another commercial it's the summertime he's pushing his cart he's like why are you shopping at this big store big grocery store Vern? you got to wait in line and by the time you get up there your meat's all spoiled you got eggs here and he. he Throws the eggs behind his back and goes to catch him, misses it, it hits, he goes, Pink! he goes, How about a black top omelet? And he just turns around <laughs> and walks away. He's just so obnoxious. So they had one, it was just for uh happy holidays. It was about a 10-second commercial, and there's just shows a door from the inside and it's got a wreath, and there's a knock on the door. And the, the guy, you know, all you see is his hand. So Vern, you just see Vern's hand. He opens the door, and Ernest is out there, and he he winds up like a pitch and just belts a camera with a like an ice ball you can barely see through the snow he's like happy new year Bird. so but yeah and then he went on he had several movies oh, yeah, his and Christmas movies he did uh he even put out a couple of videos and i i have watched one of his videos it was like uh a bunch of small vignettes that he had put together little stories and stuff just stupid things uh, but i guess he was a stand up there was there uh, there was stand up of him where Minnie pearl uh MC and brought him out there, and I also, think I've seen
1: clips of that. Yeah,
0: this is something I didn't know either. But he started out like in the theater, and he wanted to be a serious actor. And <laughs> he started doing these. There was a uh, early interview with some local news person, you know, and they're asking him, says, "Are you afraid that?" you know, these little local commercials that you're doing are getting huge. Are they going to typecast you? He goes, well, I hope not. I would like to go back and do theater. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. But I think he also was like, well, guess what? I'm casting checks. So that's where I'm going. But I think that
1: happens a lot of times to actors. They get, you know, typecast for a a popular role
0: i mean i mean i'm typecast as a service technician so (laughs) (laughs) i would much rather be typecast as a as a popular role making a lot more money than i'm making so yeah there we go convenience stores but it's it's really Ernest p world so (laughs) well my number three
1: not a lot to say about it really it just used to catch my it had a song as well so the the jingle from it is kind of what caught my ear there was typically a guy you know, as he would go down a street, he'd be collecting people that would come up behind him. and They would all be dancing to the song, and the song is the Dr Pepper song. I'm a pepper. <laughs> yep, you're a pe- you're a pepper. Would He's you like a to be? A, yep. Would you like to be a pepper too? Be a pepper. Drink Dr Pepper. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the Dr Pepper commercial there's always a feel good. You yep. know,
0: I like I like the Dr Pepper commercial.
1: So yeah, the Dr Pepper gets my number three.
0: I uh, my fourth one. Again, this is going to be – it was a character. He wasn't quite as popular as Ernest P. Worrell, <laughs> but he's pretty popular. My dad loved these commercials. It's for a particular product or store. It's Dunkin' Donuts, and it was Fred the Baker. <laughs> Time to make the donuts. <laughs> And he would do the montage of him walking out in the morning, and then the door opens. I already made the donuts. Yeah. trying time to make the donut. And then there's one scene where he opens the door, and he meets himself at the door. <laughs> I felt like that before leaving for work. And coming oh, yeah. In. yeah. Or there's one where he dresses up in a dress, and he goes to like uh, the grocery store, and he, he puts his finger up over his mustache, and he's like, do you have fresh <laughs> hot donuts like dunkin donuts <laughs> so <laughs> it's have, funny that that's dunkin donuts yeah right? yeah fred, fred the baker dunkin donuts that was that was probably another huge commercial when i was a kid growing up well my number four this actually i was
1: quite a bit older by the time this came out so i don't know if i could say i was a kid yeah, go ahead i was probably a, a teenager when it came out <clears throat> but it would be as for coca-cola and actually <laughs> this character He went on to do quite a few things, other commercials and things like that, but the guy – but this character is fictional. It's like he's not a real character. Okay. But the guy that voices him – I can't place it. The guy that voices him did go on, and he's an actor, and he's been in different stuff. But the character that did the commercials is Max Headroom. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could imitate him, but I – Yeah.
0: He would do that. I'm going to try to – Cola.
1: yeah. So he's like a computer generated character. This yeah. is back before computers. Yeah, he were did have a, a TV
0: show. It was it was real brief, but I forgot about the Max yeah, he a show, show.
1: And the character was the next door neighbor in, uh, or the guy that voiced him was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He was the next door neighbor. Oh, okay. And he is currently on Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> oh,
0: I had no idea. Um,
1: I, as a matter of fact, just watched an episode night before last, and he is in it. Uh, he is taking on kind of a main role. Um, moving into the part of the season we're in, so oh, interesting. So yeah, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, Max Headroom. He was always cool. He always they had that like that kind of um, mod background behind yeah. him, and it would be moving at angles and stuff. And he's real jerky. And- yep.
0: And if you're old enough to remember these commercials, then you'll probably also know that they paid homage to him in. The Back to the Future, the second one, when they go into the cafe of the 80s, and they have all of the characters, they kind of act like Max Headroom. They've got Ronald Reagan, the Ayatollah Khomeini, Michael Jackson, and they're all doing that jerky, and they look kind of plasticky, and they do the, well, it's time to have a co- co- coke, and all this yeah. stuff. So <laughs> I yeah. kind
1: of forget that. I need to watch the uh, second Back to the Same Future. The
0: second was good. It was good. So yeah,
1: I like them all. So. All right, well, that was my number four, is Max Headroom. All right,
0: well, my fifth one, again, uh, it was a product, but it was more the, the cartoon thing would draw me in as a kid. And it, Fruity Pebbles, because you got Fred and Barney. Barney's always trying to mess up Fred, steal oh, stuff, yeah. and everything falls apart. Fred gets mad and hollers. So it was kind of just like a, ooh, look, a tiny little bitty Flintstone episode. So Oh, yeah, so, yeah. I yeah, like, Fruity, Fruity Pebbles. I don't have much to say about that other than they, I love where Fruity Where did the pebbles. chocolate pebbles come in? I thought they they might have been later. I don't know. I don't were remember that Barney's
1: thing and the fruity were or? I have I no
0: idea. I kind of forget.
1: We used to get them.
0: I I love fruity pebbles. Yeah. I, oh, I mean, I, I don't like eat them, them now, but I, oh, do. I do. The only thing about them, <laughs> I like them crunchy, and boy, they go soggy in about a second. You well, got to eat put, them quick. I
1: just put a little milk. I don't like <laughs> saturate them.
0: You get an eyedropper. <laughs> like, okay, eat these.
1: Oh uh, well, my my number. What are we on? Four? Five. Five. That's one okay last one i made quite a few here um
0: that's right my, i've got i got one to add as an honorable mention so yeah i
1: think my number five is going to be star kissed tuna oh with sorry charlie yeah. so not really much to say about it's a can of tuna it's darkest um but something would always happen and yeah sorry charlie
0: i always thought it was weird that he was upset that he didn't get to get caught chopped up and thrown in a can <laughs> somebody eat <laughs> yeah. he's always upset about that but like all right well
1: yeah i, I think it's the sorry charlie yeah that was, was the sorry catchphrase
0: charlie. so so uh, uh, one other one that i kind of like the commercial but it wasn't enough that i was going to put it on the list but i i did come across it again last night when i was watching the Reese's commercial with uh what's his name uh Ralph Mouth, where that's like one, one of the Donnie first Most. ones, Donnie Most, and they're walking and he's eating chocolate and his buddy's eating peanut butter and they, oh, yeah. they crash. You know, the the girl walks out in front and they're both looking at the girl and they crash. Hey, you got chocolate on my peanut butter. You got peanut butter in my chocolate. One thing I never noticed. So Donnie Most is walking down the street and he's right. got a chocolate bar and he's eating it then they cut to the the other guy and he's got a jar of peanut butter <laughs> right. he's just eating it with his fingers it's not even like he's not it. even a spoon no who does that who walks yeah. around with the street with a jar of peanut butter just dipping their finger <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh this is so good mm. yeah. licking their fingers sucking on their fingers like that, that's disgusting yeah so anyway i'm guilty
1: of it. eating straight peanut butter out of a jar but not with my fingers i use a spoon <laughs>
0: On the street, <laughs> yeah,
1: down the street, yeah, with my peanut butter jar. Oh, well, you're,
0: you know, no, you got the mansion, so you're much more, <laughs> yeah, educated, I'm cooth. I'm more cooth. Cooth. very cool
1: No, I, I usually dip out a couple tablespoons, throw it. You probably in the have container and,
0: your butler feed you with a spoon.
1: So would you like prepare, another? He prepares it for. Would me. you like another
0: teaspoon oh, of geez. peanut butter?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I had a couple here that I had noted. Um, nine Lives, Morris. Oh, yeah. Time for
0: din-din-din. He yeah. was always snarky.
1: Yeah, snarky cat. So uh,
0: that was a good one. Nine that, Lives. I forgot about Nine Lives.
1: Um, and there was a, there was a, <clears throat> a Hot Wheels commercial that I liked, and the I always I loved Hot Wheels cars to start with, but this one had it was uh, Don Perdome and Tom um, McEwen, the Snake versus the mongoose. and they had a racetrack that had these two drag cars. Uh, so it was a drag race between the snake and the mongoose, hmm. which I always okay. loved. I had, I had a couple of model cars of theirs and things like that. So, um, so that one, when I saw it, it was like, oh yeah, the snake and mongoose. Uh, that's pretty cool. They were both top fuel drag I, I racers. Don't re- I don't remember uh, that commercial. Yeah. They're very, very popular racers. So, um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, I had a couple other just ktl records I oh had, i
0: love i love the ktl yeah the verdi bird which that, that's that was before you came up with i mean before you could even really record to make like your your mixtape mix or whatever tapes. yeah but yeah the KTEL records were were always good and i had a i don't know if it was officially KTEL. yeah um, but it was goofy gold and that had a, like a double it was a double lp of all the different goofy yeah. like uh one eye, one horn, flying purple people eater, and know, the monster mash—all these goofy, stupid songs. Oh yeah, I loved it. So yeah,
1: yeah, I always enjoyed the k record. And
0: there was so. one K-Tel—I I think it was k might have been something else—but it was uh, the the rock ballads. It was like in the oh, mid '80s, yeah. and their tagline was always so stupid because every bad boy has a soft side. It'll <laughs> feel every rose as its-, <laughs> it's like oh my gosh, so stupid.
1: You know what drives me absolutely nuts about compilation albums like that? Have you ever gone and it's like, oh, look at all these great songs are and you buy the album or tape or whatever and you find out it's not the original artist. Yeah. It's some other group that's doing the music of it's like ah oh. that
0: or it's like you know, the original bass player now has a group and he has the name right. So it's called whatever the, yeah it's, it's whatever the group is that, but it's like none of the, the original singers not there. It's like this, this isn't
1: it. Yeah. 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 I, I hate it.
0: Yeah. So. Not a fan.
1: Well, speaking of music. What's our next segment?
0: Well, actually – Or did you have something? Well, I was just going to say I am going to go into that music, but I'm still staying on commercials, music and commercials. Oh, that's right. Just to – we are going to segue into some music. Yeah. But I also was thinking you don't have a lot of the good jingles in commercials anymore. I mean jingles were huge in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s even. And I was just – I'm not going to go real hard into them, but uh, I was just trying to think of some of of the jingles that were out there. Like you remember how about Band-Aid? I was stuck on oh, yeah. Band-Aid Band, yep. cause Band-Aid stuck on me. So they had that. Uh, and I had Dr. Pepper down was Dr. one, cause Pepper. that was a, that was a great. Coca-Cola had a, Coca-Cola I teach the
1: world to sing. Yeah, I
0: was never a fan of that I
1: song. I like that song. I, mean, <laughs> I was, was never
0: like, a fan of that one. Um, Green Giant, that technically wasn't, uh, they did have a song like in the fifties, but then they yeah. shortened it just like, ho, 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 Green Giant. Yeah, but
1: that, that little spot right there, yep. you knew exactly what they were advertising.
0: And when I was looking at these, I never realized, like, Barry Manilow wrote a ton of jingles. A ton of them. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. I think Neil Sedaka wrote some, too. So, yeah, it was, uh, crazy. Uh, Oscar Mayer? They had a couple. Hot dogs? Oh, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is what I truly like. It. And then, uh, My Baloney has a first name. Yep. It's O-S-C-A-R. Uh, and then, of course, you had McDonald's. Oh, yeah. All kinds of them. But the ones I really remember was that you could sing the menu. Big yeah. Mac, filet, a yeah. fish, quarter, pounder, French fry, icy Coke, thick shake, sundae, and apple pie. <laughs> I, still, I still know that. So, and of course, the menu. Well, was they nice. had
1: the Big Mac, the yes. two all beef, special Patty's, patties. Yeah. yeah,
0: two all beef Patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, of course, Kit Kat. Oh, Gave yeah. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that. Get, get, bar. And that leads into one of my favorite scenes from The Office. do you ever see – because you remember Andy on The Office would always sing stupid oh, yeah. things. Yep. And he was doing that and he could not remember what that was. <laughs> the whole episode he's trying to remember. He's like, give me a break. Break me off a piece of that. He's like, like – Titty litter. Nope. <laughs> like football sauce. <laughs> He's just saying all these stupid things. He could never I, get actually it. Actually, I just watched that one that one. Somebody's Somebody would know. tell him, and Jim's like, nope, don't tell him. He's got to get this on his own. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he yeah. never did. <laughs> I like how angry Andy gets Oh yes. stuff anyways. Yeah. So I, I, so I like Kit Kat. That was a good one. So that was all the jingles that I had.
1: Yeah, I was trying to see. I was doing a quick look here while you were talking to see if there were any current ones. You know, what are some of the current ones? I mean, you had McDonald's. I'm loving it. Yep, that was a little bit of a song. State Farm, yeah, State like Farm. Like a good neighbor, yeah. State Farm um, is there, but honestly, I'm not seeing a lot of. You know, I'm sure if I looked, I could find some, but I did, I didn't before we started, so I won't waste time now with it. But, but yeah, you're right. I think, I think. Older commercials definitely lent themselves more to music.
0: Right? Oh yeah well I think that they were two, you'll know, watch older commercials, like I saw one last night when I was looking through this, it was for like, I think it was Firestone or Goodyear, but it has the, the, I think it was Goodyear, like, and it was showing the belts, like seven belted radio, oh, yeah. and it was like, shows the five belts and then they have two others intertwined, it's talking about how say you don't see that in commercials anymore, telling you like, actual information about it it's, <laughs> it's like it'll show you like kittens and a guy fishing and a woman picking flowers and it'll be for uh, a dishwasher You're like what, what does this have to do with anything I, I don't understand it oh yeah you know where before the woman was all upset because her dishes had spots and her friends were coming over and would see the spotty dishes
1: yeah <laughs> Although there is one set of commercials that gives you more information than you want.
0: Well, yeah, they've they went that way. The RX commercials of the pharmacy
1: <laughs> all, uh, tell you everything it's gonna do to you. Yeah. Basically this pills are. Well gonna you kill still don't you. know what the
0: pill's for. <laughs> right. It tells you all the bad things that'll happen to you. You're like, well what does it do? <laughs>
1: but will it fix
0: what? <laughs> do I what does it fix? I don't even know.
1: So yeah, so. the prescriptions are horrible, the commercials.
0: But anyway, so that, that's all I had for jingles but i will say that does lead us into we're getting into the time although people aren't doing as much traveling now but with road trips and things like that I, and this, But you know it'd be a good time to take a road trip yes it you know cuz really you can social distance on a road trip yes you again. can and i love going for a ride so my my wife and i will a lot of times will just take off you know and just drive yeah. around go for a ride up up the river or somewhere or whatever and uh you don't have the mixtapes anymore, but you make up a playlist. So I thought, yeah. well, let's, let's come up with, I, I, just five. Otherwise, I mean, I could make a huge playlist. Well,
1: yeah. But- when I started looking, when you first said it, I was like, what would I put on it? I mean, I listened to a ton of music, but if I just had to make a road trip playlist of five songs, what would they be? And it's like, this is impossible to pick. It is. I mean, it's like, and I, I ended up kind of pigeonholing into an era. Where I, I tried really to. to I
0: was doing that, but I tried to sp- to split it up somewhat. And again, I, I'm I'm you know from the '70s and '80s, so well, I already where... I already skew to the and and I'm a rock guy, so I yeah. skew that way. So I tried to think outside the box. I try to think even like now when we go for rides, what is some what's in, in kind of some. Instructions, I guess, or my thought process on this was just songs like if I get the song, it just, it makes me want to drive. When I hear right. the song, like I can go driving around everything. And uh, I will say, too, even though Mike's not here, he did text me his list. It looks like it's just mostly Britney Spears' greatest hits. So I, I don't know. So. <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll see if he. I has was expecting
1: a, Celine Dion. So I.
0: <laughs> well, we said drive it. So you know, Britain's oh yeah, it so a
1: little more upbeat. So. Yeah, my heart will go on. Probably just yeah, isn't a, a good cruising. That's where
0: <laughs> you know. That, that's the the songs that he plays when he you know lights some candles and takes a nice warm bubble bath just to relax after work. So. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, my road trip uh, playlist or yours. You want? I went first last time. You want to go first, or sure. this? It's not really a draft, so we could we could have the same songs, or, or yeah. Not. And this
1: is in no particular order. Mine either. Like I said, for whatever reason, and because I skew '70s and '80s as well. Yep. Um, if I really put my mind to it, I could probably think of some more current songs that would be geared this way. But man, as I was thinking, nothing just really popped in my head quickly. So most of mine are going to be '70s, '80s. So I'm going to start with my number one will be, and this isn't my number one favorite. It's just a rocking song. 38 special, rockin' into the night.
0: That is a good song. Jammin', man. It and is. that's
1: what all of mine are jammin' songs. You know, they're going to be crankin' road trip soons.
0: I might have a couple on here that might, that might have some disagreement. Cause I did, I did go a little bit outside of them. I like them. I could name
1: some others that would be more like, see, and it depends. There's certain ones that are just like, If I'm out, you know, back in my 79 Trans Am with the T-tops off, just cruising, that's what these songs would be. Oh, yeah. But there's some I can think of that, like, you know, if I'm cruising down the road at, you know, 8, 9 o'clock at night, got the T-tops off, it's nice out. Then it's more of a casual song.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going uh, for the first one that I could think of. And this song, if it comes on, it makes me, I just want to, I got to be careful because I can put my foot into it. But (laughs) Boston smoking. Yeah, that's on my list. You don't have songs anymore. You know what? I, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know of any current, probably in the last twenty years, that have just fantastic organ solos. I mean, you, you just don't have them. It's, like it's that. got
1: that song that when it comes out of the mellow part and goes back into the big oh, part and there's it, one organ chord there that is my favorite organ chord I
0: love that that may that may be my top boston song I don't know it's right up there I absolutely yeah. love that one so that's on my list that was that was my first one I thought of was was Boston and Smoking
1: Yeah well that's on my list and probably my second one is going to be on your list and that would be Sticks
0: Renegade See I didn't I didn't put the, I love that song but I was trying to I was trying to think actually I have to confess, I didn't even think of about Renegade. Cause I love that and song. And really, I could
1: almost pull any song off the Pieces of Eight album and have it be a rockin'.
0: <laughs> that song, no, that, I just, I've always loved that song. The blue Collar, maybe? That's a good song too. <laughs> but they start off slow, you know, oh mama. Yeah. And oh, then they get that where loose. they scream, ah! And then boom. <laughs> See, now yeah. when I leave here, I, I'm gonna have to bring up Renegade and yeah. play it on the way home. So, Renegade is my number two. Uh, okay, for my second one, I went a little old school, and this is probably has to do with it makes me think of my dad. Yeah, because uh, when I was young, my dad loved to go for rides. Like he's like, "We're going for a ride. Where are we going? Just going for a ride." And we'd get in the car, and he'd just drive. As a kid, I was like, "Oh, this is the boring." <laughs> but him and mom would go drive around different places. He'd play his eight tracks. <laughs> he had a, a lot. So I went with Elvis. Burnin' Love. It's a good song. No, it, I like it. I am. It, it's, it gets moving. I like in. a little less conversation. That's too. a good song too. Yeah. I mean, I could have went with, there's several Elvis songs that are, are good. Viva Las Vegas. That's oh, a great yeah. song. Yeah, another good song. But yeah, I just went to Burn in Love with yeah, Elvis. I like it. See, if I thought of ones that
1: were in the car when I was with my dad, it would be like, um, oh, what's the song? Uh, trailers for sale or rent. Oh yeah. Uh, um, oh, I can't think Roger of Roger Miller.
0: Pardon? Roger Miller. Oh, yeah, Roger Miller. Yeah.
1: yeah. That one, or <laughs> Aquarius. Those were songs that were on the radio. That song just
0: came on the other day. My wife loves that song. I like I, it. I hate that song. The I hate wheel. it. Wheel.
1: Remember Spinning Wheel? What Goes Up Must Come Down Spinning Wheel? Yeah. Uh, or um, what's the other one? No, oh, we'll stick Spinning Wheel. That's good. But anyways, my number... Th- what are we on? Three? Three. All right. My number three, it's a little more obscure... Even though it was popular when it was out. You just don't hear it anymore. And that is Steve Perry and Kenny Loggins. Oh, that is a don't great song. Don't Fight It. Yes. Man, that's a rockin' tune. So
0: <clears throat> that would be my number. Was that in a movie or did they just make that song?
1: I think they just made it. It was a radio song. I don't know if it was ever on an album or not. But. That's
0: a great song.
1: Or was it? No. I'd have to look. I don't. I don't know if it's on a, a movie or something or not. So anyway, Steve Perry, Kenny Loggins, don't fight it. If you haven't heard it, look it up. Good rocking tune.
0: All right. And I'll probably put together a playlist out there yeah. for everybody. So uh for me, my third one, I went with Van Halen, but I went with one that wasn't you don't get it doesn't get played a lot. Running and with the Devil? No, I do. <laughs> that, that's a good rock song. It's a little more mellow for them, but it was still it's, you know, Diamond Dave. But it's Dance the Night Away. Oh, yeah, I love that song. Tune yeah that's it, a great song well,
1: van halen too doo, 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 doo. yep yeah
0: yeah so, i like uh, dance the night mean, away i
1: could have probably picked a van halen song pretty easy how about ice cream man i
0: i almost put that on there but <laughs> i did not that's i love great ice cream great man. song it is it is a great song all but, right yeah i went dance the night away
1: so, so what number are we on now four. On? four. Four. okay well my number four is toto hold the line Ooh, good one yeah Another just flat out rockin' song.
0: Okay, my last two, this is where I might get some pushback. I don't know. <laughs> my fourth one, I, I went, Rick Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's girl? <laughs> no, no, I've done everything for you. Yeah. And actually, I, I love Sammy Hagar and Sammy Hagar's version of that's good. I oh, like, yeah. I like Rick Springfield's version better than Sammy's. I got to be honest. Yeah. If I listen to them both, that song absolutely rocks, yeah. man. I mean, it just rocks.
1: I could trade those off. But yeah, Sammy, you don't have another Sammy one on there, do you?
0: No, I don't. I, uh, I looked. I almost threw some on there. She's on fire. That is a great oh, song, too.
1: Damn. man. Good song. Yeah, back to Rick Springfield. You know, soap opera star.
0: Yeah. Came out with a cool song. Yeah. And actually, he was a a pretty good guitarist. In he really was. Ride. I mean. Um, they, I, I was listening, actually, to Sammy uh, Hagar. He's got a radio show on Saturday night sometimes uh-huh. I'll listen to. And he was actually talking about that. And he said people, they, they don't realize that Rick Springfield could play the guitar and was yeah. a really good guitarist. So <laughs> You know, it's got to be tough. You know, when you're kind of a heartthrob
1: guy like that. It's hard to probably get taken serious for your like music or whatever. Yeah. You know. I feel horrible for him.
0: Women throwing themselves at him. He's (laughs) playing rock music, has number one hit songs on a soap opera. He's got a horrible life. Tough. It was tough. It was rough on him. Tough being Rick Springfield (laughs) in the eighties.
1: Um all right. Well I've got a let's see. My fifth one is gonna be another kind of obscure eighties song, and it's by a band named honeymoon suite
0: oh good one new girl now yes i love that song
1: excellent rockin tune i got a new girl now so yeah if, if, if you're listening and you haven't heard some of these go find them some good rockin tunes but yeah there's some there's like you know when i'm thinking about cruising music there was even like uh david bowie modern love oh, that's a good song great song
0: yep. you know there's things like that but okay this next song it's, it's, it's a, it's a modern song. It's one that's out now. Uh, I never would have picked this. I and mean, this is one of those that my wife will pick some playlists and we'll listen to them when we're driving around hers too, cause we, we share. So this song came on and I was like, what the I don't want these group. And they started <laughs> playing it and I got to admit, I like the song. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm ashamed. Yeah. Jonas Brothers.
1: Oh yeah, sucker! That is yeah. a great song. A song. Yeah, yeah. They,
0: they get that clapping that. And they say, like, "Come together." It's like it's just a good song, man. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what playlist she does, but every time she hits this playlist, that song will be in the rotation at some point. And I found myself again at first pushback, bridal like eh, Jonas Brothers. Pretty soon, I'm kind of like. I'm gonna have to look that song up and listen to oh, that song now. Yep. So Jonas Brothers. So there you go. I yeah. can't believe I, I have kind of the, the all over the list. I, I almost went just all, cause I could just do all hard rockings. Well, I know. And I, so I was trying to think, well, mm. let's, let's go a little more obscure, but you went, you went some obscure stuff that's not on the r- radio all the time.
1: Right. Some of the more obscure eighties and seventies rock.
0: But I gonna say others. on your list, probably my favorite song is Don't Fight It, on your list. That's an awesome, oh, great song. It is an awesome song.
1: But then thinking, you know, now for can we do a couple runner-ups here? Yeah, go ahead. Um, for more modern, I really like, like uh, Hand Clap by fits in the Tantrums. Okay. Or any really anything by fits in the Tantrums. I love their music. Um, there's a gal named uh, Alice Merton. She sings a song called No Roots. Have you heard that? No. Um it's a cool song it's got an excellent bass line in it um and she's her she's got i've only heard probably four or five of her songs all excellent songs so alice merton fits in the tantrums 21 pilots i like their stuff that's all current then like on a summer night just cruising down the road there were a couple more 70s and 80s that were kind of instrumental um, rock, and it was like Rush, uh, La Via Strangiato. Okay. Is one. And there's one by Supertramp called Child of Vision. And both of those songs are like eight minutes long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. And so okay. they
1: make for great cruising songs, like at night, you're just cruising around, you know? Yep. So,
0: anyways. For me, I had maybe one runner out, and I, I, before I put the Jonas Brothers on there, I did, I had Sammy <laughs> Hagar originally, and I thought, well, let's, I'll, I'll throw a I'll throw something modern on there because I was trying to think is any. But Sammy Hagar, "Fall in Love Again" too. I love oh, that song. song.
1: Standing Hampton is. Oh, that's an awesome a great album.
0: album. It is. Really, I could put just about anything on that album on there. So. Can't get loose. Oh, that's a <laughs> that is a good song.
1: Yeah. So do you have any like? Okay, uh, I'm kind of thinking again of modern ones, and. This is like a mellow song, but, and I used to, my friends used to hate me because every once in a while I'd throw on the mellow tape when I'm cruising around, but a current one that I like too is, uh, Senorita
0: by Camilla <laughs> Cabela. I almost, I almost and, uh, put that Shawn on Mendes. my list. I really I like did. That song. I also like, uh, Havana. Oh yeah, good song. So yeah, but I didn't, I had both of those on, but I was like, I don't think they'd make my list. I like them, but if I had to just pick a, a small sample of songs it wouldn't make my list but i do like both of those I songs do too. senorita and uh
1: and you know on my pandora playlist i have the Carpenters.
0: oh yeah oh i do too <laughs> i have the carpenters i mean i got i got about uh, probably a hundred different playlists on pandora and it, oh, it runs have. a gamut you know dean martin to oh yeah mine's just, all just over about the place. what i just
1: put a channel for three dog night on there
0: yeah i have an I know this is not your favorite person in the world. <laughs> I have a Neil Diamond station. I, oh, yeah. I like it. So, uh, I
1: respect him and I, he's got certain songs I like. Okay. I just never wear them. Yeah. Some big man. band
0: stuff, some just intro Jackie Gleason orchestra. Yeah. And it's just, I play that at night when I'm going to bed. Yeah. It's, it's big really, band it's really soft. Fun. So, but anyway, I think that about wraps up what I got.
1: Yeah. I think I'm good. Um, so yeah, I think I'm, I agree with you. I think the Loggins, uh, Kenny Loggins, Steve Perry one is probably one of my, yeah, that that, that
0: song is awesome. Yeah, and it didn't get a lot of. I mean, it at really the time did. it probably did, but since then you you can't really you don't really hear it on no. on the radio or anywhere. Yeah. So,
1: but yeah, Boston smoking man. All these
0: songs are just like. All right. I think we're just going to cut to just playing music for the. Rest I wish of we show. could play music. <laughs> I do too. So, anyways, what do we got next? All right. Well, I got a couple of different things. I saw this where. Uh There was an article in the New York Post, which is becoming one of my favorite <laughs> places to go. Fake news, go. Yeah, fake news is. <laughs> but it, the the, uh, the headline said, "Terrifying models show what Netflix addicts may look like in twenty years." <laughs> <laughs> I looked at this story, and <laughs> I love the terrifying, terrifying models. Yeah, terrifying, <laughs> terrifying. So, and, and again, well, when I looked at it, it was kind of terrifying. Well, it's just, who's, who's making the models? So I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, let's look at this, the story. So it says researchers have constructed disturbing digital sculptures, illustrating the physical toll watching hours and hours of television can have on the human body. So I was like, well, I wonder who commissioned this. <laughs> so, OnlineGambling.com commissioned the creation of the <laughs> models to show Uh, the bodily damage binge watching can do to the human body over time. Okay. It was commissioned by onlinegambling.com. I don't think their patrons are probably the paragons of health. I (laughs) I mean, maybe, maybe they're just mad because people aren't doing more online gambling. (laughs) Look what's happening to you when you watch, you just binge watch stuff over hours and hours. You know what? You need to get out and go do something like, Get over to your computer and go to Online.com or ga- online com and, and gamble. Do some yes, wagering. That's different than streaming. Do some wagering. Yeah. So since staying home more because of the coronavirus pandemic, on average, 44% of residents surveyed, this was in Germany, oh, U.S. and U.K., all admitting to using streaming services um, more than video calls with friends, playing video games, board games, or even working. Imagine that. People want to sit and watch television more than work.
1: <laughs> I'd probably like to, but I I can't.
0: It says here that one 2018 study found that the streaming giant could be killing sex, offering an alternative for many couples who watch shows in the evening hours who would have otherwise been doing the deed. <laughs> <laughs> so not only are you going to get fat and ugly, you're not going to have sex. Hey, well, if you look fat and ugly, you're probably not having sex anyway. So... <laughs> You're not gonna burn those calories. No, it said here that in the average person's life, they spend a massive 78,000 hours of their life watching television. And nearly 3,000 hours of that spent on what, uh, trying to decide what to watch. I
1: think I spend that much in a week trying to determine <laughs> what to watch.
0: Do you ever do that? We, Lori and I'll
1: sit down and we'll try, it's like, oh, what do you want to watch? Oh, I don't know. Well, we got Hulu, we've got uh, Disney and we got Netflix that we can choose from not to mention the myriad of other channels that are like on my son's Samsung TV yep. um
0: well, I mean, it's, we it's have the same we have, we have Disney we have Comcast we have, we have Comcast um uh, Netflix and so if you go to on demand one we was looking look at my wife's like there's just too many I wish there was like three things pick yeah. one of these three two. She's like, it's, it just, there's too many options. I can't decide. Yeah. And then you go like, well, let's try to find, here's another, okay, I'm going to (laughs) kind of get off the road here a little bit, (laughs) but they put things in categories. I'm like, okay, let's go to comedy. Some of the stuff they put in categories, like, well, that's not a funny movie. It's like about the Holocaust. Why is that in a comedy (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, or action adventure and it's a romance? Like, okay, it's not my, romance and because it's not an action adventure but i <laughs> like i don't know they don't they don't put them in there very well yeah but they don't they don't break them down very well but. so and even the online gambling i've listening to several different commercials or reading through this and uh it doesn't say much about them other than they they put this out so it sounds like they got an axe to grind against Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, well, because they're taking look, their customers. Look what's going to happen to you if you watch Netflix <laughs> instead of being healthy and coming to OnlineGambling.com. dot <laughs> com, where you can lose all your money. <laughs> but people right now, there's not a lot of sports going on, but they are doing gambling on. It says, well, probably <laughs> from competitive <laughs> from marble, marble racing. racing. Yeah, but it, it was they they do computer simulations of. Like Madden games. I've seen that. Well, it's not even like you're watching the game. It's just the simulation. It's like, all right, Greg, here, you're going to put 50 bucks on the game. Who do you think is going to win, San Francisco or Tampa? Tell me right now. (laughs) Who is it going to (laughs) be? Yeah, we've got it rigged, so. Uh, I think it's San Francisco. Oh, Oh. Tampa. But it was close. It was real close. It came down. It went to overtime. It's like, what? You just took my 50 bucks.
1: Yep. I think I just read today that they, one of the, was it Madden? It might have been Madden. Or was it a basketball game? I forget. It was a video game and the developer came out and said they had rigged it so when like there was two particular teams, I think it might have been like Phoenix against New York or something like that, the Knicks, you know, against yeah. the Suns. It was rigged so that Phoenix would always win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if you had New York, well, sorry, too bad. Yeah. You want to gamble on uh, coin toss, Heads or tails? <laughs> Ooh, so close. Yeah. 50, 50 chance. <laughs> so anyway, I didn't have a whole lot more than that. Other than, like I said, I was I was reading through when I saw you that. You was like, whether what? you're
1: having sex tonight or watching Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's, not, that's a sure thing. It's Netflix. <laughs> There's no gambling involved <laughs> with that. <laughs> oh, goodness.
1: Oh, man.
0: So, all right. Well, I'm going to go to this next story. And uh, a <clears throat> Warning, it's a disgusting story. I, I got to touch on it a little bit here, but it's it's gross.
1: <laughs> but sat real quick on the Netflix, and oh, one yeah. more
0: quick thing. Go right ahead. I mean,
1: and sadly, since I'm a programmer at work, my job consists of sitting at a computer all day. So not only do I get to do it there, I come home and plop in front of the boob tube sometimes. I, I've gotten better about it, especially summertime. I get out a lot more. But... You know, doing it all day at work and then come home. It's like I'm getting no exercise. I'm gonna I'm looking like those images they had now.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, what if I already look like that? What is yeah. gonna happen to me in twenty years? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be a very old man there. Yeah, we'll anyways. put some pictures so. of these uh <laughs> these wonderful people in twenty. Yeah. They almost look like overweight, like Neanderthal people. I mean, yeah, they look very weird. I don't know why they got ugly. I mean you can be fat and attractive, can't you? <laughs> I mean I don't know. i'm not i'm just fat i guess but (laughs) (laughs) i would think you could be fat and attractive (laughs) but yeah we'll put some pictures of their their terrifying models out there hopefully we will put a warning out there be careful you could be terrified yep okay now we'll go to the disgusting story so this this is a health related story kind of a psa be careful out there
1: yeah especially if you're out swimming oh i don't know that i'll ever
0: be swimming again after this story (laughs) says, uh, doctors in Cambodia recently removed a leech that had entered an elderly man's penis while he was swimming and drank a full pint of blood. A pint. A, a That's a pint. lot of blood.
1: Well, first So that off, means that leech was enlarged very much, too, then. Yes. I... I thought you were going to have a story about a gooey duck.
0: No gooey (laughs) ducks. First off, leeches are already fairly good size.
1: Yeah, they're fairly big.
0: I mean, I don't know, maybe a baby leech is small, but how did it, uh, how did it swim up there to start with? He wasn't wearing a mask. (laughs) No, he was not. He should have been. He should have been wearing a mask or something. A waist mask. (laughs) I think a lot of these are people, especially in, Third world countries, they'll, they'll swim naked and it's yeah. like, no, 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 yeah. no. Anytime
1: you're take. swimming in waters that have all that sort of stuff in it, you want to cover all orifices.
0: Oh, with <laughs> more than just cloth. I want to not I want like tape. A, <laughs> the diving bell. I just was inside of <laughs> it. Like. Oh man. It says the unnamed patient, uh, first knew something was awry after experiencing severe pain while trying to use the bathroom. Uh, he wound up at the hospital where a, t- oh, a tiny camera was inserted, oh, fun. which revealed the culprit to be a leech. I-, I mean, it's just, it's horrible. So uh said the poor poor soul told the doctor he went swimming in the river earlier that day. Earlier that day? So I didn't read that that was like in a day. Oh, yeah.
1: I, I and I drank
0: a pint of blood in a day. I was Ooh. thirsty. Ooh the leading to the that the privacy violating parasite had swum up his urethra into his bladder. Oh, indeed, the hospital warned locals in a statement that the waters were rich with leeches and other insects during the rainy season. Yuck. Oh. Yeah, and it said they had to, uh, to get it out. They. Oh. Because it had gotten so big from the blood, they had to. Uh, yeah, I read how yeah, they had to get it yes, out. Yes, it was, uh, Said to safely extract the vile visitors, doctors were forced to use a tiny probe with electric nodes and cutting tools at the end to kill the leech before yanking it back out the way it came. Uh. I can't imagine. No yanking. (laughs) But don't worry, everybody. Says, fortunately, the man was released out of the hospital after spending the night and said he was faring okay.
1: That's disgusting.
0: This isn't the first time a leech infiltrated an unlikely 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 orifice 2018 a video surfaced of a blood sucking worm being pulled out of a man's nose in china so uh i, I would take that over the the other <laughs> i don't yeah. want it in my I nose i really don't
1: want any kind of critter in my body
0: no but there's there's worse places and you hear I about think.
1: tapeworms you hear it, it's like, <laughs> yeah the,
0: and, and the pint of blood is what threw me and again That's i didn't realize that he would said he'd done that like that day yeah all That's right. gross. All right. Last story here, and then I've got a few uh, state laws. It says says, uh, <laughs> male cat owners sound off. We are sexy and dateable, too. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, can
1: you, like, make a blanket statement like that? Because I guess you some can. Some of them probably are, but
0: <laughs> it's like they can't say they all are. It said here, according to a new study from Colorado State University, women find men with cats less dateable than their dog-owning counterparts. Men with cats, it's not as bad as living with your mother, but it's worse than playing Dungeons and Dragons.
1: What if you live with your mother and have a cat and play Dungeons and Dragons?
0: You are never going to have a date. Yeah. So this was by this guy, Mishka. Show, Shubilee, I'm going to butcher this name, 43-year-old single writer, says jokingly, I'm a proud cat dad, but still when I meet another guy who has a cat, I'm like, huh, weirdo. Listen, if you're referring to your guy as a cat or if you're referring to yourself as a cat dad, yeah, I think that's a red flag, too. You're going to have a hard time finding a date. <laughs> And if you're writing a story declaring that you're sexy and dateable, you're probably not. If you're writing the story to say all this. But this writer, he goes on uh, with a couple of things I thought were kind of interesting. He says, when the longtime New Yorker moved to Phoenix last year and found an ancient cat on his property, the longtime dog guy converted to a feline freak. Uh, in April, he adopted the helpless, adorable Elise or Elsie. Sorry. Who was, uh, has some syndrome and is known as wobbly cat syndrome. So he's taking care of it. It was a nice thing. Fine. But, uh, it says here, but though he's known to tote Elsie around in a creatively fashioned cat sling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure the cat loves that.
0: He says, uh, she hasn't been a deal, uh, deal breaker for dating, at least as far as he knows. Yeah, you know what? You're walking around with a cat sling and a cat going, to, and you gotta wonder. Maybe you aren't as dateable as you think. <laughs> who knows? Maybe he's a fantastic guy. But uh, it says here, I think she's a good filter because I don't want anyone in my life who doesn't have empathy for helpless animals. Now that I, okay, that it can show somebody you know if they're mean to animals, they probably aren't going to treat other people well. The meanest comments she's provoked are along the lines of "You love her more than me." Sadly, <laughs> there's a grain of truth there. Well, you know what? If you love your cat more than a woman, she's not going to want to stick around with you. Probably, probably, probably not. It's just my thoughts. Maybe there. Maybe women love that. Maybe they want a man who loves a cat more than them. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to the story, it
1: doesn't sound like it.
0: I, yeah. So it says I have not dated girls because of my cat for sure. See, that's something a dog guy would never do. <laughs> like, I gotta choose between my cat and a, and my date. Like, yeah, we're going with the date. <laughs> I'm not going with the cat. Sorry. Sorry, Kitty. I like the cats fine enough, but uh, I- I'm taking the date over the cat.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh man. So anyway, it says here the Force Hill base cats recalls one instance in which a date came back to his place only to demand that he lock the cat in another room. I kicked that girl out. It's simple. I won't date you if you don't like animals. So he, she just wanted the cat in another room. Right. nope I get that, a feeling that this guy's a little over the top with his Do you his think cat. so? Do you think? And why is that? So, again, red flag. I think if a guy calls himself a cat dad, ladies, maybe a red flag that he is yeah. going to Lavish that cat with a little more attention than you're going to get. Yeah, um, maybe care about that cat a little more. If he carries the cat around in a fashionable cat sling, could be a red flag. <laughs> it could be a little bit of a flag. Um, sounds to me like cat owners are much more higher maintenance than dog owners. Oh. I think that they're like a cat. A cat yeah. is <laughs> very needy; and needs to be uh, taken care of and well, lavished. I mean, with cats affection. are independent, but yet, they but do they're do also that. They're independent, but they demand one person, like, all of their attention. You must love me and only me and no one else.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I I go to a friend of mine's house. You know Dan, obviously. Oh, yeah. I go over there for breakfast, you know, once. We usually go to McDonald's, but since we're in COVID right now, I go to his house, and uh, he's got a black cat, and I'll be sitting there eating my breakfast burrito, and that cat will walk up and, like, stick his nose almost right against my nose and sit there and stare at me.
0: And while you eating I think on the yeah. table no yeah. no no cats or dogs on the table it's when on you're the table. eating no Steve. we'd be done yeah man. we're not i can't eat here yeah can't eat here if you're going to have the cat on the table
1: if i said that dan would. that is a deal out. breaker
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, he won't date you anymore he won't date me anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's a deal breaker for me cat on the table i'm out yeah yeah dog on the table yeah i've, I've We've we've been to people's houses where we got done eating and they took the plates and put them on the floor. and The dog came and licked them up. I just ate. I wanted to vomit. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> we left there. My wife was like, I can't believe. I said it was all I could do to get out of there because I'm like, yeah, we are done. I don't want the dog. They put him in the dishwasher. I don't care. I don't yeah. want the dog licking my plates. That's not ever. enough separation. No, no. The dog, no that the, the dog needs it. The own, plate is garbage now. Yeah, or the plate is the dog's plate. Yeah, the dog needs now its has its become own plate. the dog's silverware yeah. and, and bowl and dish. Yeah. So anyway, that's all I had on that story, unless you had anything else. No,
1: that's it's it sounds pretty true.
0: <laughs> all right. Well let's go to state laws. I've got six fantastic laws. All right. Absolutely state fantastic. State laws. Oh yeah. So first we're going to the wonderful state of Illinois, our state. Yeah. The worst state in the Union. <laughs> It has gotten pretty bad. Yeah. Did you want to guess or just go if through them and make some comments? Yeah, I
1: mean, I don't mind. All
0: right. Um, I like
1: trying to guess, even though I know I'm in not. In Gurney,
0: okay, Illinois. That's
1: Chicago, Six Flags.
0: Yeah. In Gurney, Illinois. Um, again, and I couldn't find some of these. I looked to see if these are still on the books or if they were, these were a law. I don't know if they're still on the books.
1: Yeah, it'd be funny if we could find ones that are like still on the books and, I, we, and they still, I
0: didn't see anything that said that they were off the books. A lot of these get on the book. And then they aren't taken off, right? So they're still in the book, but they're not enforced. Yeah. In Gurney, um, it's so this this is illegal for women to do. So, and that's all I can give you. Okay, this is illegal. It's an for activity.
1: An activity. Um, play tennis? No, play golf. Play golf.
0: No, in in Gurney, it's illegal for women weighing more than two hundred pounds <laughs> to ride horses in shorts. Now, I don't know if they mean the horses in shorts or if they are wearing shorts. I don't know how you get shorts on a horse. I don't know. But uh, I'm, I'm assuming they mean for women. So I don't know why, but if you, if you're over 200 pounds, you can't wear shorts and ride a horse in Gurney Island. So if you're less than 200, you can wear shorts. You're at 199.9, you can throw them, uh, Daisy Dukes on and go for a ride. So if you're over 200, can you wear jeans? I think you have to wear jeans. Okay. No shorts though. No shorts. Maybe you could wear a skirt. (laughs) I don't know. Go side saddle I don't the horse know Horse
1: is saying If you're over 200 pounds I, yeah,
0: I Again Or problem. maybe it's the short Or the horse Yeah The horse is in shorts I I, I don't think so But the, anyway That was that one <laughs> Alright well let's just go A little farther north there We're going to go to Michigan In Detroit Okay um, This has to do It's illegal to do something To a woman
1: um, Compliment
0: you're closer than, yeah, I mean, you're close. So in Michigan, uh, in Detroit, it's illegal to ogle a woman from a moving car. Oh. So if you want to ogle her, you never need to pull. I met my wife up there then. <laughs> no, you ogled your wife on a moving car? <laughs> I did. <laughs> you'd have to pull over. That's a long out.
1: story. We, we met that way.
0: You'd have to, you'd have to pull over and get out and then ogle her. And then you could get back in your car and head out. Yeah. But you couldn't do it from a moving car. It's, yeah. Well, we had to circle up.
1: the block like three times and ogle three times before. Oh, you know.
0: you're a three times ogler. Yeah. Woo. Goodness.
1: <laughs> but the guy that was with me married uh, the girl he met that night, too.
0: Wow. This has turned into a romantic little podcast. Yeah, I,
1: I, I'll, I'll just share
0: that sometime. All right. Well, now we're going down south. In uh, Trulo, Mississippi, this is a law that – a groom has to do something before he gets married.
1: Uh, before he gets before married. Before he gets married. Sell his sports cars. <laughs> no, no it's older than that, probably.
0: Sell his horse. <laughs> yeah. No, and this and Trulo, Mississippi, a groom must prove himself manly. Ooh. Prior to marriage, so get rid of the cat. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oh, he has to prove himself manly prior to marriage by hunting and killing either six blackbirds or three crows. I don't know why that makes you manly for the blackbirds and crows. I was when I was reading this that it was going through, I was like, oh, was that you know, like, oh, manly, maybe you're gonna yeah, wild kill hog a, a wild hog would have been a good one, or a bear, or a wild cat. Maybe they're maybe they're not real manly men in Trullo. It's like we need you to kill something, but what well, well I'm scared. Okay, how about six blackbirds yeah. here's a bb gun. how about seven i can't do seven how about six all right or three crows one of those the crows are a little meaner so that's why we we've now you know can I do a back it off that's got to be a crow or a blackbird or maybe they have a really bad blackbird and crow population and they wonder, problem and yeah. they're just <laughs> we got to get rid of these somehow we'll just uh, tell grooms they got to go out and kill them
1: and so always, like prove that like you're
0: a man What if he only kills five or maybe four and a crow not man enough not man enough to get married up down here in, uh, True Mississippi. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if, uh, I guess if your wife accused you of not being a man and you'd done this, I killed six blackbirds. <laughs> See, they're mounted over. I'm there. a man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's go to New Mexico. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. This is, it's, in a certain situation it's legal for a couple to engage in this activity in a certain situation uh, yeah it's not always but at, if if you if you follow all the guidelines then you won't get in trouble um, if you are
1: in a Hotel, you can do the deed.
0: Well, you're close. In New Mexico, it's legal for couples, and I wonder how this law got in, because <laughs> it keeps going and they what just keep adding more. Yeah. So it's legal for couples to have sex in a parked vehicle during their lunch break from work <laughs> as long as the car or van has drawn curtains to stop strangers from peeking in. I guess if they're friends, they can peek in, but strangers do. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah, as I read it, it just kept going. I was like, "Legal for couples to in, ha, engage in an amorous activity in a parked vehicle during their lunch break from work." <laughs> not on their fifteen-minute break. It's got to be the lunch break. It makes me think like the mayor got busted for this. It's <laughs> illegal. It's not illegal on my lunch break as long as I've got curtains that I can yeah, pull. I got curtains in my van. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know what. Pres- what what caused that? But uh, I found that one kind of humorous. So. Yeah. Uh, in Arkansas, a man can only do this once a month. Um. Drink beer. Nope. A man can legally beat his wife, but not more than once a month. <laughs> Again, I think that's an old law. uh, I hope so. (laughs) You know, if you beat her more than once, that's just abuse at that (laughs)
1: point.
0: No. So, and I don't know. Once, okay. Give her a little kick. If you are going to beat her once a month, do you do it right up front and start the month off that way? Or do you wait to the very end? Or maybe the middle. I don't know. You know. So anyway, don't worry, ladies. Utah has a law for you. So (laughs) that was, yeah. So that, you know, that's a real catch there. Yeah. You got in Trulo, you got to be, prove that you're a man. And uh, Arkansas, they're at least uh, stopping him from beating you up once a month. So, <laughs> and Utah, um, I don't even know how I'm going to. Uh, if you can't, that's fine. I can't. I don't know. I don't know that's how to. Fine. I don't know how to give you a hint. If you you just want this has something to do with husbands and wives. I don't know. Husbands
1: and wives, and you said this could be for the wives. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a positive for the wife, a a negative for the husband. Uh, I have no idea. So go ahead. In Utah, a husband is legally responsible for every criminal act committed by his wife while she is in his presence. So there you go. Go down there into Arkansas, and you can uh, pop that guy right in the mouth with a baseball bat if you want to. <laughs> as long as you're with your husband from Utah, he'll get in tr- the
1: trouble for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're out You're out with your husband at the store.
0: I think I'll do a little shoplifting. <laughs> well, your husband's going to jail. So, you know what? You might not want to get in an argument and then decide to go out somewhere. Yeah. Make sure you make up, get everything squared away. Yeah, you, like, out.
1: you know what? I can kill two birds with one stone here. That's right. I can get a lot of clothes, and I can send them off. Pocket.
0: That is exactly right. I'm going to rob this store, and you're going to prison.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then I'll get married again <laughs> next week.
0: That's right. So, that was the last one I had. I think that wraps up this insanity. Liz, <laughs> do you have anything else to... To what, add? About the,
1: what about the poor guy in Utah that's a malignant, or uh, what's the word? I mean, polygamist. Polygamist, yeah. He's got multiple wives. He he's had on, better he's really. on the hook for all of them. He's got to
0: toe the line. He's got to keep things in, <laughs> he's got to keep things in order. You got to have a list then. You got to have some organization going
1: Yeah. On. Yeah.
0: So yeah, you don't want to make, I guess you don't just want to never, make never be
1: present with them anywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stay home. You're always home. And I'm never home. Yeah. So we're always going to be okay. <laughs> oh my goodness so i think that'll wrap it up for me unless you got anything else to add nope i think i'm ready to go jam my playlist i think i am too so hopefully everybody had a good time here we hope that uh you will know, we'll be talking at you in about a week yep stay healthy all right see ya later well that wraps up another episode thanks for listening please be sure to subscribe And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.